The January Bash Show has just concluded, and we will go over the winners, losers, and incredible upsets in this episode of Bash Show and Tell. Hey everyone, it's me, Frankie, uh, your host, and with me is uh, my co-host and sumo senpai, Eric. Eric, how are you doing? We haven't seen each other since late November, early December, I want to say. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, I've been doing well. It's been a while. <laughs> I thought uh, Nagoya last year was pretty rough on the wrestlers, but I think mm -hmm. there's a new champion. Yes, y y in in many ways, yes. Uh, I think that it's just been a couple of rough weeks on on the Rikishi. Uh, and we talked about it during, uh, I think it's a good way to start. We talked about it during our streams with, uh, Tom and Tom talking about how it, the race Doyle seems to be hurting more than it helps. And we've seen a lot of accidents and not only that, just how, how hard everyone is going, their bodies are taking quite a toll. Yeah, I mean, we can criticize Ichinojo for giving up near the edge, but I think this mm -hmm. Basho, more than anything, has proven that maybe it's a better strategy than we give him credit for. Yeah, honestly, it definitely is a good, like, long-term your career strategy. If you feel you're near the edge, to just, like, try to make sure you don't go flying instead of trying to make sure you win. Uh, should we get started, or did you have any other uh, stray thoughts before we... we this is going to be a, a long one, probably, folks. We're going to cover, since we didn't have any uh, Basho and Tells uh, for the tournament before and during, we're going to cover the whole thing, including everything that was going before. Uh, I don't think it will be too long, since all of our episodes are pretty snappy or pretty short. Especially compared to other podcasts I do on this network, uh, or that I guest in this network. Um, so yeah, uh, anything else before we get to it, Eric? Uh, no, I just think that we should start even before this boss show gets started. Mm -hmm. uh, it was already claiming careers. Uh, we yeah. had Takanoiwa uh, chose to retire. After he was involved with a scandal where he struck yes. his Sukebito, which is uh, kind of like a, I want to say, manservant, uh, personal yeah. valet. Yeah, it's kind of like an intern slash personal assistant slash trainee. Right. It's a junior wrestler that's been assigned to one of the elder mm -hmm. wrestlers and... Kind of like uh, a page type deal. It's like the devil wears a Prada Mawashi. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you can get a Prada Mawashi. I'm going to have to do some Googling later. <laughs> so, yeah, we start with... With, uh, with the retirement... 
Anything you want to talk about the retirement? Uh, I think a couple of important factors with retirement. Uh, he, Takanoiwa, is going to have a Danpatsushiki, which is the hair cutting ceremony mm-hmm. that uh, is kind of symbolic of having their top knot removed, which uh, represents leaving the sumo world and entering the uh, everyday world. Yeah. The world of non-sumo. And normally you want to have, you know, a lot of guests come up and each take a small snip, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, as a sign of respect for you. Uh, apparently the ticket sales for it haven't been great so far, but... Uh, I could see that for someone that's retirement is, uh, combined with a scandal. Yeah, within the past, uh, couple of days, Takanoiwa and Haruma Fuji, who was the Yokozuna who retired after assaulting Takanoiwa, uh, they seem to have been able to reconcile uh it sounds like takanohana the former stable master that takanoiwa was under was trying to keep them separate but uh after about a year or so they've managed to connect and uh you know settle their differences haruma fuji is planning on attending the danpatsushiki mm-hmm and, uh, so, I mean, it's good that they have come to an understanding and yes. hopefully Takanoiwa has some support back home now that he is leaving the sumo world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a whole deal. I hope, especially for, for, the victim here. I I hope everything works out all right. You know, I just don't know enough to comment to it. I just, I I I hope everything works out okay for him. I mean, Haruma Fuji did just recently open a school in Mongolia that was supposed to have a more Japanese style education system. Okay. Maybe he needs a gym coach. Maybe we'll see. Um, so yeah, that was the yeah. first retirement. Yeah, let's and talk. Let's talk about Kisano Sato. Can you refresh us? It's been a month. Can you refresh us how Kisano Sato was looking at the end of the November? It's been two months. The November Basho, three months almost. Well, the in the September tournament, he came mm-hmm. back. And he actually looked good in the September tournament. He got a mm-hmm. ten and five record. Everybody was ecstatic. They were glad to have a Japanese Yokozuna back. Yeah, I remember uh, everyone was pre pre psyched. But then come November he started off he went 0 and four before going Kyujo, uh, which means mm-hmm. he uh, withdrew due to injury. And he had every intention of coming back, hopefully to be in proper shape. 
But then he went 0-3 to start off this boss show, which had him at seven straight losses, which, you know, just isn't acceptable from a Yokozuna. And he uh, announced his retirement. He will be having his Don Patsushiki at the main uh, sumo arena. The Ryogoku Ryogoku Kokugikan. And that will be taking place in September, which is a pretty long time. Have they announced ticket sales for for that one already? I don't know if they've announced sales, but they did give a solid date. (sighs) Okay. Well, I I would just be curious to see how quickly those uh, tickets go (coughs) or not. See, I want to see what the public's temperament is on him after retiring. And you were telling me with like seven straight losses between these two tournaments. Uh, I would like to see what the public opinion is on him right now. Yeah, and I mean, I can imagine by September it'll, you know. Of course, by September, maybe we'll have another Yokozuna. I mean, mm-hmm. at this point, by September, yeah. I don't know if we're going to have more than one Yokozuna. Two Yokozuna. Yeah, uh, oof. Well, let me write that down. After we're done, I would like to... After we're done talking everything we're going to talk, I would like to get your Yokosuna predictions. Yep. Uh, so, because Kisei no Sato had Elder Stock, mm-hmm. that meant that he uh, was able to become a coach. And I believe after a year, he's able to become the... Uh, Oyakata, or stable master of his own stable. Mm. And mm-hmm. uh, the name he'll be doing it under is Araiso. So he will eventually be... That's the name of the stable? Uh, what? Or the name he's going to take? Because it will be named after him. And... That's really interesting. And that's like a third name. Because like, there was his... Uh, let's call it his birth name. Uh, and then uh, his Rikishi name, and now he's taking a third stable master yeah, His name. elder name, which uh, I should have done research before this, but I believe the way that the elder stock works is that the mm-hmm. elder stock is basically a title. So, like, the stock that he owned was the name Araiso. Which gave him the ability to become an Oyakata. Hmm. But again, I should have done my research on That's that. That's interesting. Yeah, but we'll, we'll come back to it next week. Next month. Wait, this is not a weekly podcast. We'll come back to it next month. Yep. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, another. Uh, should we move on? Yep. Another Yokozuna. Yeah, yeah let's talk about. Retired. Or he didn't let's retire. Let's talk. <sighs> Kakur. No, no, let's not knock on wood. Eric, tell me about your boy. How's Toshi doing? So, uh, not great. He hasn't been looking like himself uh, much of the past year, really. Um, he had had the. It really is a shame. Yeah, he had. 
he had like the one good tournament when he came back, and then it sounds like yeah. the so this time it was announced before the start of the boss show that in the days leading up to it during training he pulled a muscle in his thigh and uh, you could tell when he was wrestling that he was struggling and then you could especially tell when he got his preferred grip on Nishikigi of uh, I want to say right hand inside left hand outside but he got his preferred grip where normally he would just pick up the other wrestler and march him out. But he wasn't able to take advantage of it. And Nishikigi won. And so after going 0-4, Tochinoshin withdrew, went Kyujo. As an Ozeki, that means uh, because he had a losing record, in March he will be Kadoban, which means eligible for demotion so if he does not get mm-hmm. his kachikoshi or winning record in march he will be moved down to sekiwake do you think this is the time for tochi to think either i'm good to do this tournament or maybe i need to take a step back and however much i get uh Demoted, I get demoted. I think... I don't know what his condition was in before the thigh injury. So I can't say how ready he was Mm -hmm. to perform, perform at his full ability. So, you know, I think... Two months is a decent amount of time for him to get healthy. And hopefully the only thing that was hampering him was that, you know, unfortunate accident of injuring his muscle. Mm -hmm. So I think if I think if he feels that he would be able to get eight wins that it would be best for him to get eight wins. Okay. Yeah, I I see that. I just I don't want him to destroy his body anymore if if it's not gonna go Because like the goal is always to get promoted, right? You wanna end up Yokosuna and go out on, on, on top but if if you're just going to destroy your body, maybe maybe sometimes you have to think about calling it quits. That's true. Uh, if he maintains his Ozeki status, though, uh, in the long run, it could be a little easier on his body. Because mm-hmm. with the Ozeki status, he could get a Kachikoshi 1 tournament and then sit mm-hmm. out the next one. I'll, the... Uh, sumo association may give him a disapproving message about doing that Mm -hmm. but it would give him more time to heal that way yeah agreed definitely agreed 
I'm feeling really old right now because uh, I'm looking at Kisei Nosato's yeah. profile, and mm-hmm. I'm about two weeks older than him. He was born July 3rd, 1986. Oof. Yeah, that's... Yeah. At least he's still older than me, and that makes me happy. Uh, before we move on to the rest of our favorites, anything else you have to say on Tochi? No, but I do want to say that I'm the Amanishki of this podcast now. Uh, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Speaking of... Uh, good for you. <laughs> I trust you. Uh, mm-hmm. Amanishki, he's back in Jurio... He had a pretty rough tournament. Yep. I believe he may have only had three wins and 12 losses. Uh, you know, he either is 40 or is pushing 40. So we'll see how much longer he can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a rough sport. Yes, it it certainly is not a walk in the park. It, it's a rough sport on your body, on from what it seems like, also like on your life and 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 the life you lead and the life you have afterwards. It's uh, it's a rough time from all looks of it. But yeah, so hopefully. In March, we'll see how Toshi Notion's doing. In February, uh, I'll have to double check, but I believe in February they do not do a Jungyo, which is the regional tour, uh, basically mm-hmm. the sumo equivalent of house shows. Uh, they also have various religious ceremonies that they do, like dedications at shrines. Uh, so I believe February is going to be a fairly quiet month for Sumo. Yeah. Well, that's, that's going to be, yeah, good. Uh, sometimes they need to take a quick break and, and move on to, to the different ones, you know, to, to something else, uh, maybe clear your mind, double down training, something like that. And uh, uh, mm-hmm. another withdrawal due to injury was uh, Yokozuna Kakuryu. Kind oh, of yeah, feels like the forgotten Yokozuna. Yeah, because he wasn't he wasn't the underdog Yokozuna uh, who was loved but was having a rough time, and he's not. Uh, Hakuho, who, like, won a tournament two tournaments ago undefeated, you know, you become middle of the pack, you become forgotten. Yeah, his past year in... So, March 2018, he went 13-2 and won the championship. Mm-hmm. In May of 2018, he went 14-1 and got a back-to-back championship. But then in July, he went uh, three wins, then got two losses and was injured, so he withdrew. 
Mm-hmm. Came back in September and went 10-0 and in the first 10 days, but then he lost five straight. He sat out November and then came back in January. Uh, over the first five days, he went uh, two and three. Uh, he wasn't feeling well, so he withdrew. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. This was not an easy basho on anyone. No, it definitely wasn't. It definitely, definitely wasn't. Um, uh, uh, Anything else uh, on this topic before we move on? Uh, no. You want to just round out the Yokozuna? Yeah, I have a list here, so we'll go through them. If I miss any at the end, we can hit those. Uh, but these are just a list of uh, some of yours and my favorites uh, that we have singled out here to to talk about how they did in this Vasha. Let's start with one of my favorites, uh, someone who really did excellent, especially to compare to previous boss shows. Let's talk about Abby. How, how did Abby do this tournament? I know, but tell the listeners. So Abby, he had had a run of, I want to say, three or four straight Makekoshi, which are losing records. He had, mm-hmm. I want to say, been as high as maybe Magashira 3 and fell down to probably Magashira 10, if memory serves correct. And over the course of this boss show, he went a total of 10 and 5. That's a really good record. Yeah. Uh, like, it, like a reminder for listeners, or maybe this is your first time listening to the podcast you're not used to sumo uh you the rikishi would love to win the tournament but that's uh you know that's really hard so sometimes as long as you get uh, eight wins that's enough to like keep you going and uh, that's enough to have a winning record uh so the the magic number here is eight wins which is a majority of wins in the 15-day tournament. Uh, and having a 10-win 10, uh, 10 tournament, is that called a Noseki record or a Yokozuna record? Do you remember what that's called? The uh, Yokozuna Kachikoshi is 10-5. and five. Yeah. Yeah, 10-5. and five. And what did, what did Abby do? He got a Yokozuna's Kachikoshi. Yeah, so, like, honestly, the next highest honor is to to win the whole damn thing and go undefeated. Yep, he did not get any special prize, but he got a special prize in my heart. Yeah, I think there were, this was a tournament where a lot of people underperformed and had to retire. But it was also a tournament where a lot of people like overperformed and did really good. So there were several uh, candidates for for special prizes. Yeah, and we've been wanting to see Abi change or you know mm-hmm. improve his style of sumo. 
for the most part, he seemed to go back to his normal strategy, uh, which worked for him down at Megashira 10. Uh, I'm just worried that as he goes up in rank and therefore up in difficulty of opponent, that he's really going to have to, you know, actually focus and make an effort to adjust his approach to sumo. Or it's basically just going to be a yo-yo where he goes up mm-hmm. in rank and then everybody has him figured out and he goes down in rank. Then he works his way back up. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I really want him. I hope this puts him in the right tra- uh, trajectory. I hope this like revitalizes him. Because we've seen that he has gotten some real good footwork, uh, some real good uh, like strategy, and not just uh, simply like pushing like he he's known to do, but like uh, moving around and jumping around and moving his opponent around. It doesn't work all the time, but we certainly have seen it a little bit more now. Yeah, his movement was a lot better this Basho, but he is still allergic to his opponent's Mawashi. Mm-hmm. Who's next on the list? Next on my list, we have... The Brazilian beast, the big O, the big orange, as you call him, Kaisei. Kaisei was looking a lot better. Uh, Now, granted, the last tournament, I want to say he only had three wins as a Kamasubi, but a lot of that had to do Mm -hmm. with getting injured. Uh, So he fell pretty far, but he was back to his style of sumo this tournament. And so he was able to do very nicely for himself. He ended up at okay. uh, 10 and 5. And I'll have to look up. I want to say he got a couple of Yokozuna. Yeah, I, I think he definitely pulled some impressive upsets uh, during this special. Uh, I really enjoyed seeing him. He did really good. Uh, well, I lied. He did not get any Yokozuna. Oh. Uh, he defeated Abi. He defeated Endo. Okay. Okay. Both had really good tournaments, so like, making some some impactful uh, victories. Yep. And uh if I had to guess, I'd say he'll probably he'll probably end up around Magashira four, maybe. So I think he will. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he'll be just out of the field where you have to go against the Yokozuna, the Ozeki, and you know the Sanyaku. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, we got Mitakayumi. Mitakayumi, our uh, not most recent former champ, but a former champ since we've been doing this podcast. 
uh, one of my favorites, and someone that after this podcast, I hope can keep this title that, that I've given him of the Yokozuna Killer, because he definitely has been that. Yes, he had a really good start. Uh, he, through the first five days, he was undefeated. Then on day six against Miyogiryu, he went out of the ring. And it's hard to tell exactly where it happened. Uh, mm -hmm. It could have been while he was pushing in the ring or when he landed outside the ring. He landed on his feet, but as soon as the match was over, he was having trouble even walking. Uh, you know, something about his leg was troubling him and he was clearly injured. Uh, leading up to the, before that injury, he had a win against Kisei no Sato, a win against Kakuryu, a win against Ozeki Goedo. Mm -hmm. Uh, he beat, uh, Takakesho, who was the runner-up, and he beat Tamawashi, who was the champion. So he was looking really, really good. I believe last tournament I call him Big Match Mitakayumi because Mitakayumi wins when it counts. Mitakayumi wins when it's like important matches, which maybe is not, you know, the best policy, but it's a policy. Well, he wins when he needs to unless he's on an Ozeki run and then I think the nerves get mm -hmm. to him. But Yes, I I do think the nerves are his worst enemy. So he withdrew on day seven. He sat out for the next three days and came back on the 11th day. Uh, it looked like he mm -hmm. was going to be fed to the wolves and have to face Yokozuna Hakuho coming back from injury. But the Yokozuna killer mm -hmm. showed up. He... Defeated Hakuho, which was Hakuho's first loss of the tournament. Um, even after the match was over, you could see him, you know, trying not to put weight on his leg. He had the mm -hmm. yes uh, performance tape holding his leg into one piece. Kinetic tape? Whatever that's called. Uh, yeah, athlete tape, kinetic tape. Uh, I know what you mean. So, his overall record was 8-4-3. On uh, day 13, he mm -hmm. secured his Kachikoshi. I think he should have sat out the next two days. I think he was... I think it was a poor decision on his part to continue to wrestle in his condition mm -hmm. uh you know maybe he was feeling the pressure you think the pride the pride got the best of him there you know i think that this is just my personal opinion you know i haven't read anything mm -hmm. but i almost feel like him seeing the hype around takakesho maybe was mm -hmm. pushing him to try to perform better. Um, you know. I could see in Because he wasn't he wasn't the golden boy anymore. He wasn't the shiny boy that won the last tournament 
the the last non Yokozuna to win a tournament, uh, that wasn't him anymore. Right. He had just finished. Uh, Mitake Yumi had just come off mm-hmm. of a failed Ozeki run where he could not get the wins he needed. Uh, but now Takakesho is on an Ozeki run. All mm-hmm. the hype is on him. And, you know, I think he feels like he needs to do his part to bring along the next generation of sumo. Yeah, I think, I hope that their bodies get, get through with this and they come on the other side. But those two right now really seem to me like the Randy Orton, John Cena from the early 2000s of sumo. Like, say whatever you want about both Randy Orton and John Cena, but they were young athletes at the top of their game in the early 2000s who went on to, like, headline for the next 20 years. Uh, And uh, we know that uh, sumo times aren't the same, but I definitely see the potential here. So does that mean we're going to see a 50-year-old Hunter Hearst Hakuho wrestling? Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, listen, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pa- put it past Hakuho uh, to wrestling at his 50s. Like, I could see him doing the, still, like, pulling out uh, victories, like, good victories, and then taking a tournament off, and then coming back, and then taking a tournament off. Uh, maybe not his 50s, but maybe his 40s. I could see him doing that. You know, he'll win a tournament with a perfect record. Then he'll go mm-hmm. into the and Yokozuna then, sleep. Yeah. Listen, you you do what you gotta do for those those victories. Uh, let's see. For this tournament, uh, Mitake Yumi was awarded the Shukun Show. Which is the Outstanding Performance Award. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I... It's, it's one of those things that I don't want to say, like... I... I think he deserves it. But... But... I don't think any award is worth destroying your body. I want to be super clear that I think he earned that award, but honestly, he should have maybe retired early instead of going for the award. Yeah, I agree. I think. Yeah. And maybe it's like, it's bad on the Sumo Association for for giving him that award because they're... They, I don't want to say they're celebrating, but they're um, maybe validating that that mindset of destroy your body uh, for the sport. You know? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what the criteria is that they give the mm. award based on, uh, but you know, even without those two losses at the end, he defeated. All three Yokozuna. He defeated one of the Ozeki. He defeated both Sekiwake. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
I mean, it was an outstanding performance, but, you know, if you're injured and you can barely stand after a match, don't keep doing that for five days. Yeah, that's probably not your best call there. Or, you know, as soon as you got the Kachikoshi on the 13th day, do you really need those last Mm -hmm. two wins? Mm Mm-hmm. So we'll see yeah, what that... uh, he is the West Komasubi right now. Uh, we'll see if they move him up. Uh, I think, mm-hmm. you know, both Sekiwake did well this tournament. Uh, neither of them are getting promoted. Mm-hmm. They might add a third Sekiwake, but I get the feeling they would just move him over to East Komasubi. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, so let's move along from uh, Mitake Yumi to, to maybe one of the motivators of Mitake Yumi, Takakesho. Let's talk about Takakesho and Takakesho's Wave Sumo style. How, how did Takakesho's Wave Sumo style fare in this washo? It fared. Very well. Yeah, tell me what was his record. I I remember that at the beginning he was doing really really good. Before I went to pack out, uh, he was if not leader of the pack, he was near the top of the pack. Yes, he was in contention, or you know, in the <laughs> chase. For most of the tournament, he uh, went. He finished eleven and four. Mm-hmm. He got the Gino Show, which is the technique prize. Uh, on yeah, the, the third, deserved, the, the I would say. Yep. Uh, the third day, he defeated Tamawashi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. So he won the first three days, lost the fourth, won the fifth, lost the sixth. So, you know, he was kind of like in and out of the chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, his losses this tournament were to Mitake Yumi, as we had mentioned. Uh, he lost to Tochi Ozan. And then he lost to both Ozeki, Takayasu, and Goedo. So he wasn't losing to rank and filers. He was losing to like names. He was losing to 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 people who are lost to as no like snow small potatoes. You know. Uh, let's see. I think Tochiozan. Hmm. Uh, he was East Maegashira number one. And he ended okay, up with so a six and nine record. Maybe one bad loss there. Yeah, so that wasn't a great loss. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what, what his, uh, can you repeat me his record, please? He got eleven and four. Okay, so and in track, in track for that promotion. So for promotion to Ozeki. 
Uh-huh. Uh, one of the commonly repeated numbers is 33 wins in three tournaments. Uh-huh. That is... I would say it's a benchmark, but it is not a, you know, goal line. Uh-huh. Crossing that mark does not guarantee you promotion. Uh, so going into this tournament, he needed 11 wins in order to hit that 33 win in three tournament uh, mark. But... Uh, I think even before the end of the day, on the 15th day, one of the Mm. uh, members of the association said that he probably wasn't going to be promoted, that they wanted to see more from him first. Uh, And it's not necessarily a bad thing. His Mm -hmm. previous two tournaments in September, he went nine and six. And in November, that's when he got the championship. He mm-hmm. went 13 and 2. He got the uh, Shukun Show, Outstanding Performance Award, and Kanto Show, the Fighting mm-hmm. Spirit Prize in November. And so he rounded out the collection this tournament, got the third mm-hmm. one, the Gino Show. And since that 9 and 6 is kind of a low mark from September, you know, if he has a good March, you know, if he had another 11 and 4, that would put him at 35 wins in mm-hmm. three tournaments. Do you think if he wins the next tournament, they, they will promote him? I think they would. The commonly heard things that were being circulated on uh, in the social social yeah in the dohyo sheets. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's the? Do we need to Google what the Japanese word for dirt is? Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't me, remember it offhand. Let me Google. I don't even have my... I should have done it on my phone, actually. Uh, you continue while I but, Google what the Japanese word for dirt is. But going into the final day, the word was that there were kind of three scenarios. If he won the tournament, he would get promoted because winning back-to-back tournaments is good enough for Yokozuna considerations so they Mm -hmm. would need to at least make Mozeki. Yes. Uh, Some people said that if he got a 12th win uh, so if he won against Goedo and got a 12th win that would have been enough. Uh, And others Takakesho Mm -hmm. is part of that new wave of sumo where, you know, mm-hmm. he's only 22 years old. Mm-hmm. And so, Doro. you know, it's not that... At least according to Google Translate, uh, Dirk translates as Doro. 
Dodo sheets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. Dodo sheets. If you're a Japanese speaker and would like to correct the fuck out of us, peace for free. Frankie Extra. Twitter.com. Basho, Basho and Tell on Twitter.com. Why am I saying Twitter.com? It's not an email. <laughs> uh, yeah, please correct any and all of my Japanese pronunciation and translation. Uh, I know I pronounced Banske uh, uh, wrong before. I know. I'm trying to do better. But that you like, and even if you I'm, don't want to correct us, we'd just like to hear from you. Yeah, we would. Feel free to to send us uh, emails. Do we have an email address, uh, Eric? Uh, I want to say bashoandtell at gmail dot com, but I would yeah. have to double check that. If not, send us a message. So just stick or, with Twitter or ads on Twitter. Yeah. But uh, so. Yeah, Takakesho looked good for the most part, mm-hmm. but he wasn't able to succeed against the Ozeki. He lost to a Komisubi and a Maigashira. So the official stance is we want to see what he does in the next tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he definitely has his style that mm-hmm. people are going to start figuring out. Yes, that that's what it felt at several times during this tournament, but not everyone has figured it out yet. But some people have. Some people have figured out how to break that, that wave sumo style. Another notable win of his, on day 13, he defeated Hakuho for the first time. Yeah. That, some people might say that's a little tainted. I think it's a deserved win, and a win is a win, and good job for you. Yes, uh, going into day 11, Hakuho was 10-0, and then all of a sudden Hakuho lost uh, three straight, and I believe Mm -hmm. on the 14th day was when he withdrew due to injury. And... Uh, this time the, either the Sumo Association or the Yokozuna Council mm-hmm. were kind of saying, you know, hey, uh, you didn't look that injured on the 13th day. Mm. And so maybe next time if you have an injury... Uh, you Which, know, get a medical certificate. Uh, no, honestly, fuck off with that. If you think you're being injured, uh, I, and maybe I haven't done it in the podcast a lot, but I give Hakuho a lot of shit during our uh, streams. Eric can attest to this. I I heckle, I heckle Hakuho incessantly because it's fun to heckle someone who's at top. Uh, who's doing really good, who's become, who's doing like, uh, what's it called? Uh, oh my word. Uh, who's going like undefeated. That's, that's good to heckle him. But you know what? On this, I'm with him. If he feels his body is like, okay, we need to stop here. My body's not responding. 
I he shouldn't need to go and get a doctor's opinion to see if he needs to put it's a lot of stress. I I the more I hear about the Sumo Association and their calls, the more I'm like, fuck off. Put put more emphasis on protecting the well being on your of your athletes. Yeah, I mean I think it's even in their own best interest. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, because you know, that way you don't run out of like your stars, right? Uh, for example, uh, Ura, who was very popular in the Makuchi division because he had, mm-hmm. I would say, a bombastic style, a very mm-hmm. surprising sumo. He did a lot of different kumarite, which are winning techniques. He suffered a he suffered damage to one of his uh, knee ligaments, I believe, and he sat out in multiple tournaments and got it fixed. And mm-hmm. so, just last tournament, I think, was his first one back. He did well. He was doing well this tournament, but then he re-aggravated the ligament. And so he had to withdraw. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't heard anything, but uh, you know, I think maybe maybe it wouldn't be so bad if everyone had the option to yeah let your body medically rest. withdraw. It, it's so they put their bodies under so much like physical pressure. Not even to talk about like mental pressure and stress, but. Also, the the physical uh, like stress their bodies endure is incredible, and to be like, well, maybe you weren't really injured. It really, really gives me a sour note. And I mean, when you consider that there's a, you know, I think it's still around six hundred people in the sumo world, uh, wrestlers mm-hmm. in the sumo world. But you know, I don't. I don't Do think, think that number is going to be growing much. Yeah. Do you think they think of them as disposable? I don't think they think of them as disposable. I think, if I had to guess, I would say that because they are former Rikishi. Mm-hmm. That they are of the mindset of, well, it was this way for us, oh, and so it's good enough for them. And fuck that mindset, because that that mindset is horrible in every single application you can think of. The I had to deal with it, so now deal with it mindset now, is terrible. Now, if it was the Yokozuna Deliberation Council... They that is made up of people who are not directly in the sumo world. Okay. You know, it's people who have an appreciation for it and extensive knowledge of it, mm-hmm. but are not former Rikishi themselves. That's interesting. Right. But they also tend to be very old. And mm-hmm. so again, it'll be like, well, you know, Chiono Fuji would have done it this way. Yeah. Again, fuck off with that shit. Hey, Ruth could hit homers while he was drunk. 
Well, uh, fuck off with that. Well, that stuff. That that really is like, come on, come on. So uh, we we skipped around a little bit here in my list, but since we were talking about Hakuho, is there anything else you want to talk about Hakuho before we move on to to someone else? Uh, not really. I mean, he. It looked like he was going to win another championship, but even in, you know, the first six days, I want to say there were at least three matches where he looked like he was going to lose. And so I don't know if that was, again, because he was coming back from uh, surgery on his knee and ankle. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that was him still getting reacquainted with his sumo, or if it was because he was in pain and not able to perform to his full ability, Uh, but it will be interesting to see how he performs in the next Basho. Yeah. And hopefully there will be to Yokozuna in the Basho. Yeah, uh, I mean, I want them to do whatever is best for their bodies, but I definitely enjoy when when there's, you know, when there's... I I enjoy when the Yokozunas perform, or when, when they compete, whether they perform or not, but when they compete, I, I truly enjoy it. So let's hope that if they... S- if they say no, that's for the right reasons, which is like protect your body, like we said before. Uh, honestly, I'm with. I want to see them perform, but I am totally a hundred percent them saying no. I cannot do this. I I'd rather they err on that side. And I'll have to find the video. Uh, I believe it was a Chris Gold video where he was talking about how Yokozuna Yokozuna came to be, uh, especially in the light of, you know, Kisei no Sato and his troubles over the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. And that at one point, Yokozuna could be demoted. Yeah, that's, and, that's interesting to hear. Yeah, I will uh, include a link for the show notes. But the entire story of how the rank of Yokozuna came mm-hmm. to be is very interesting because at one point Ozeki was the highest title mm-hmm. uh, and then somebody said, that, no, no, I really want to do a special surprising. Yeah, I want to do a special ring entering ceremony and so mm-hmm. I want a new title. Gimme, gimme. That, that's really interesting. Also, Yokozuna is what Virgil calls Yokozuna in the WWF. <laughs> After he gets beat, he's like that. That when Yokozuna is uh, first showing up, like that. That that man, Yokozuna, Yokozuna. I don't know what you want to call him, but he's strong. He punches hard. <laughs> Yakazuma. Mm-hmm. Yakazuma. Uh. Anyways, after that, that diatribe. Let's yes. move on to who I have next on my list. Aoyama, the Bulgarian bruiser, 
who uh, had a very interesting uh, basho this this basho. Yeah, I wrote down his record and I was surprised by it because it felt like right? he was doing a lot better. Yeah, <coughs> I I could have sworn he I I don't remember his record at the top of my head, but I could have sworn he did ten and five. What was his record? His record was seven and eight. He got a Makekoshi. He got a losing record, despite like, a, like we said, what looked like a really good basho. It was all that uh, day four. He was going against Ono Show. Mm. Uh, he had already beaten Onosho. Onosho yeah. was on the way to the ground, but then yeah. his hand, his hand touched... accidentally. Yeah, yeah. This is a complete accident. Like, there's no way seeing that footage does not. Why would his hand do this on purpose? It doesn't make physics sense. It doesn't make intention sense. Right. He had already won. But mm-hmm. he incidentally got his fingers into the top knot of Ono Show. And, you know, a rule's a rule. Even mm-hmm. though he had already clearly won, he was yeah. disqualified. Because Which, yeah. it is forbidden to, you know, pull but like, someone's I hair. Feel, I feel we see that all the time and they don't enforce that. They, I feel they, we see hands touch uh, the top knots all the time because they, they, they're pushing, they're moving, their hands are in there all the time. I feel like this was, I, I don't think this, this was the right call. Well, you know, you can touch it, but in this case, Aoyama, his fingers did get into it. And, you know, there was a pull, but, you know, come on. Yeah, it was after the fact. And Onosho hammed it up. He made sure to adjust it a lot. Where, where, okay, we don't have Onosho here. Good, because I don't want to talk about Onosho. That, I did not like that. Uh, yeah, Oyama, he was looking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, up through day six, he was undefeated. I choose not to recognize Onosho's yeah. victory. Yeah, that was like the last time I saw him before I went to PAX. But, and then uh, I came back and uh, not a good time. Yeah, after day seven, he lost to Chiyotairyu, lost to Hakuho. Shodai beat Kaisei, then lost to both Romani Nozeki, beat Endo, and then lost to Tamawashi and Hokuto Fuji. He was at East Maegashira 5, um, so he'll go down a little bit, but it shouldn't be too severe. Mm-hmm. Uh, who we have next here is uh, someone else with uh, with a record that I 
I could have sworn they were going to have a winning record when the tournament started, and turns out that wasn't the case. Echinoyo, the kaiju, had a fiery start this tournament. He looked motivated. He was pushed back to the edge of the dohyo and or the edge of the ring and actually fought his way back to win but I feel like any time that he starts returning to that sluggish you know walking out at this point I feel like he's probably trying to wrestle with a back injury Mm-hmm. Because he started off so well, he was he ended up with a record of six and nine. So I would think that if he was at full health, he would have been able to get at least two more wins. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, yeah, That's I, all we got to say about that. I enjoyed watching him go all out. Because we talked about it before in this episode. A lot of times, Ichinoyo kind of like plays it safe. Lets himself, like if he gets taken to the edge, he just lets himself be pushed off. He doesn't fight it too much. He doesn't like rest his body uh, a lot. And there, there's... There is value in that. There is value in that safety, but um, it definitely, definitely was exciting to see see him with that fire. Yep. He was wrestling at Maegashira One this tournament, and uh, he got a win over Kisei Nosato and over Kakuryu. So that would be two Kinboshi for him. Mm-hmm. Which I think just those two Kinboshi alone for his uh, salary mm-hmm. would probably be, you know, just as good as like an 11 and 4 record. Yeah. So he didn't leave empty-handed. Oh well, yeah, yeah. At, le- at least he got those those gold stars, like we said. Um, let's see who else we have here. Uh, we won't dwell them too long, but uh, both Ozeki managed to mm-hmm. turn around. Some pretty poor starts. Takeyasu, uh, in the days leading up to the Basho, he was fighting the flu. Yeah, influenza, they kept saying. And Goedo was mm-hmm. just being Goedo. But they turned it around. They got their Kachikoshis, so they are not Kadoban for March. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also got the benefit of a few withdrawal victories. Um, who 
who I have here next in my list is uh, Endo. We we talked a little bit about Endo. Endo, Endo or Endo? Endo, I'll have him at the end because he's in a different division. Endo. The still very popular uh, Endo. Yeah, he is... You know, in the same wave as Takakesha and Mitakeyumi. Uh, he was very hyped coming out of, I want to say, college, the university system. Uh, he's been struggling, you know, again, as is so often the case. Uh, been dealing with some injury, but he was looking a lot better. Uh, let's see. His final record was. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 and 5. And okay. he was wrestling at Maegashira 9 West. So just slightly above Abi. Yeah. Uh, 10 and 5. The Yokosuna record. Uh, Yokosuna Makikoshi, right? That's, that's what it's called. Uh, Kachikoshi. Kachikoshi, yes, you're right. Uh, Yokosuna Kachikoshi. Uh, so, good, good for good for Endo. I still enjoy Endo. I still like seeing him fight. I want nothing but the best of him uh, for him. And I enjoy seeing the fans enjoy Endo. There, there are some Rikishi that you can see the fans go nuts for. And Endo is definitely one of them. Uh, anything else before we move on to the next person on my list? Nope, that's all I got. Okay. Um, next one is uh, we have a newcomer who definitely left an impression in me. We have Yago, who's this is his first Basho in this division. Yep. Uh, one of the things notable about Yago. He does not have a Shikona, which is a ring name. Yago is actually his given family name. That that that's interesting. Is that frowned upon at all, or is that like, hey, it happens? It's not that big of a deal. Uh, no, it's not really frowned upon. Um, the stable that he is from. I believe it's the same one as Yoshikaze. Mm -hmm. And that... uh, Let's see. He is from Oguruma Heia. And I believe their Shikona trademark is a name with Kaze at the end. Yaokase would have been, like, the idea... No, it would be an entirely different, different. one, oh, okay, I believe. Okay. Um, um, yeah, it's interesting. They, it's it's like those wrestlers who just wrestle under their real name, and it's like, oh, okay, you you have a good real name. Yeah. So, uh, some of his stable mates. There's Yoshikaze. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Juryo, there's also Tomokaze and Takekaze. Okay, that's in interesting. 
Sandan Mei, there is Sakai Kaze, Tatsukaze, Mutsukaze, Amakaze. So, uh, yeah. He definitely stands out. He's not out. the only one. Yeah, he's not the only one in the stable that seems to be keeping his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has said for that on his his approach to it is that you know Yago is the name that his family gave to him mm-hmm. and he need he wants to honor that I, and so he keeps yeah. his name as a familial piety I totally appreciate and respect that and maybe it's because uh, a lot of his names are uh, are like in Japanese of course but like they have meanings in Japanese so Maybe I am not appreciating them as much, but I totally respect him going with like, no, this is my name, it's my family name, I'm keeping it. Uh, let's see, he ended up at ten and five, I think. Okay. Maybe not. No, nine and six. Nine and six. So not not quite uh, Jokasuna's. Uh, Kashikoshi? My memory's terrible. Correct. Okay, yep. not quite a Yokozuna's Kashikoshi, but, like, not the worst. Yeah. No, it's, uh, for his first time in the division, he didn't mm-hmm. let it get to him, and so he'll be staying up for at least a second Basha. Okay. That I... He deserved... He earned the, the, the Kashikoshi. Yes. Uh, let's see. If I had to guess, I'd say he'd probably go up. Number five? Number four, you think? Or is that too high? No. Too, I think that's too high for okay. this tournament. Okay. Um, I'd probably say... Nine or eight. Okay. I don't have. I haven't laid out all the <laughs> records in front of me, did? so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Uh, uh, so. I can tell that Daishomaru and Dayamami are definitely going to go back down. Mm-hmm. They were both at Maegashira sixteen, which is usually the bottom rung. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daishomaru put in a three and twelve. And Diamami put in a four and eleven. That's you know, those are bad. The, that's not good records. You don't want to see that. And well, I'll save it for when we're talking about Inho. Okay, uh, we're almost there. The next one that I have here is, uh, looking at my list, uh, the last person I have uh, in this division, and winner of the tournament, surprise, I would say this was a surprise winner of the tournament, uh, Tamawashi. Yep, Tamawashi Ichiro, uh, he is a Mongolian wrestler. Mm-hmm. He is 34 years old, which makes him the 
Uh, second oldest winner, I think. Second oldest for their first U show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got two prizes. He got the Emperor's Cup, mm-hmm. and he got a new baby. Wait, Jay, can you remind me what that is? It's just a silly way of saying a new baby. Oh, <laughs> yes. The day he won the tournament uh, was the day that uh, his son was born. So, congratulations yep. on, on the, to the family. His first championship and second son. Well, that's good. Good for him. Uh, good for his whole family. Um, I hope... You know, I I enjoyed his performance, but I think I enjoyed more the fact that he played spoiler to to Hakuho. He like he beat Hakuho in uh, an incredible match, and maybe not incredible for what it looked like, but incredible in what it signified for the tournament. Uh, and he, uh, he was just there, he had a really good basho. He was behind uh, Hakuho the whole time, and then beat him, and then kept winning to, to finish up the, the basho. He could have slipped yep, in moment. He put in a 13-2 and two overall record. Really and good. he also... Got the Outstanding Performance Prize and the Fighting Spirit Prize. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good. Really good record, honestly. Uh, anything else you want to say? Like, I feel like I don't have a lot to say about Tamawashi because he wasn't someone that was on my radar before. And uh, he has won now, so that has put him on my radar. Uh but I don't have the same love that I had for previous winners that ended up on my radar, namely Mitakeyumi and Takakeisho. I don't have that same love for Tamawashi that I have for them. And it should be noted that his two losses in the tournament were against Takakeisho and Mitakeyumi. Yeah, because I would you... I wouldn't call him part of, like, the new guard, right? He seems like one of the remnants no. of the old guard who, like, finally won his uh, first Basho. You said he's the second oldest to to ever win uh, a Basho for the first time, right? Yes, he is 34 years old, so, you know, he's mm-hmm. in the same Wave as you know, Kisei no Sato, Hakuho, mm-hmm. uh, probably Kakuryu, yeah. Toshi no Shin. He's in the Biyozaki. same way of like the current like <coughs> cream of the crop. So, but it's surprising because he's never been the cream of the crop. Right, he. He has won championships in the other divisions. In Jurio, he had one, and in Makushta, he had one. Um, 
do you think before we move on uh do you think where do you think his career goes do you think this is a one and done do you think we see him win a couple more do you think he gets promoted what's your predictions particularly for Tamawashi uh so he is at Sakiwake right now Mm-hmm. And I mean his past tournament records in the last year are nine and six, eight and seven, eight and seven, mm-hmm. four and eleven, nine and six, and then this one at thirteen and two. So I could see him staying at Sekiwake, but I don't think he would make it to Ozeki or higher. So I think, you know, with any luck, he will stay at Sekiwake for Mm -hmm. a few tournaments. Uh, But at 34, you know, you have to start worrying about injuries piling up. Mm -hmm. Start thinking about where's your career going to pivot to? Where's your career going to go from here? Uh, it certainly helps that he has a Basho victory, a tournament win under his belt for whatever future prospect he wants to go. If he wants to like take care of a stable or if he wants to work at a stable or anything like that, to be like, hey, I won one of these, it's definitely uh, points towards your resume. Yep. Yeah, well, we have to get into it on another one. As far as... Uh, a stable goes. Uh, there's a thing called elder yeah, stock you that you have to purchase. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's a very, as is the way of sumo. Mm-hmm. It is a convoluted <laughs> and steeped in tradition uh, situation, and there is a lot of money involved. Uh. According to just going through his uh, previous tournament records to confirm it, apparently Tamawashi has not missed a match. Uh, Like he has not sat out at all. Hmm. Uh, and he has the longest streak of consecutive matches among active wrestlers. So the good news is he seems to have maintained his health so far. Well, that's good. Um, are, are you ready to move on to our sweet, small, small boy, the pride of our eyes, the pearl in our tears... None of those rhymed. Enho. Should we talk about how Enho did? Uh, not in this division, but in the second highest division. Man, I cannot wait for him to get to Makuchi. I hope he does. Like, I... I, like, cross my fingers. I don't care if it takes him time. I want him to get to to the top division healthy. And ready to put on the best show he can put on. Uh, he 
didn't look as sharp this tournament, I'd say. Uh, he was wrestling at Jurio 8, which is the highest rank he's had. And uh, he put in a 9 and 6. So... Let's see. Looks like his past three tournaments have all been 9 and 6. He went Jurio 13 to Jurio 10 to Jurio 8. So I'm sure he'll probably end up around 6 or 5. Mm-hmm. He is 24 years old. So he's actually older than Takakesho. Hmm. And he is from the same stable as Yokozuna Hakuho, Miyagino. That that's uh, that's interesting. I love uh, we we've talked about before about have we mentioned before how he's from Hakuho's uh, stable and like Hakuho scouted him out. I think we've talked about it a little. Um, but, you know, he is a sweet baby mm-hmm. boy. He is 169 centimeters tall and only 95 kilograms. Uh, when he first entered, he started off in Joni Don. He got a 7-0 and record and got the championship then, mm-hmm. or sorry, he started off in Jonokuchi, seven and zero, got the championship. Then he went to the next division, which was Jonidan, seven and zero, got the championship. Then he got promoted to Sandanme, went seven and zero, and won the championship. Uh, now, in those lower divisions, they only do uh, seven matches instead of the full 15 Mm -hmm. like they do in the upper divisions. Mm. So, Makushtin below, they'll do seven matches. And then Jurio and Makuchi, they do 15 matches. Okay, okay, I can see that. So... Yeah, he is so fun to watch. He is amazingly skilled. Like, his technical skills can't be beat. He is the Bret Hart of Sumo. So he complains very much. Now, ooh, ba-dum-bumps. When he falls out of the dohyo, he makes sure to hit every rope on on the the way way down. down. Uh, he does all his moves from from the second rope in the doyo, uh, the the enho rope. Uh, he spit on Vince McMahon one time, which I mean, you good. know, was weird because good. why were they even in the same room? Because sometimes you just gotta spit on old racist, <laughs> horrible people. Sometimes you just gotta. Sometimes you just gotta. Uh, and I have one more thing because this is probably our longest episode. One more thing before we go. Do you have any Yokosuna predictions? 
Like, tell me, tell me your earnest current predictions by September. Will we? Who will be? I don't want to know will or won't be. Who will be our Yokosunas by September? Do you have any predictions? I think with the way it's been going, by September, mm-hmm. we will have an on-again, off-again Yokozuna and Hakuho. Mm-hmm. I think we will have... I want to say there's going to be four Ozeki, mm-hmm. but that is my heart. Telling me that Tochi Notion will still be an Ozeki. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brain is telling me that he's had recurring health issues. And, you know, it could just be that they're all coincidental. You know, just bad luck. But... You know, you can only have bad luck... For you can have bad luck and still get demoted, so. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping by September Tochi Notion is still an Ozeki, but I'm not sure if that will be the case. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, I think. And oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, if I had to really go out on a limb, I would say that I can imagine Takeyasu putting in a championship and then a runner-up Junyu show and maybe getting a nod. But it almost feels like it almost feels like they are concerned about promoting the wrong person. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if. Yeah. And I like. I think they feel this way because of Kiseno Sato, mm. which is kind of unfair. Yes. You know, I don't think they promoted the wrong person. I think they promoted the right person. He just didn't have much... The right person... Yeah. Right. Just made the wrong decision for his health. So... Uh, I... I don't know. I feel like Mm -hmm. if we go down to one Yokozuna, it could be that way for a year or so. I okay, so I'm not gonna go into detail on the Osekis, or maybe, maybe I will, but I'm thinking Yokosuna. We're gonna have two. We're gonna have Hakuho, who's doing the one tournament on, one tournament off, and I think we're gonna have Takakesho as uh, as an Oseki. I think that by September he will he will have won at least one more tournament. And perf- I can definitely perform see high enough that they they start getting him some 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 promotions and you know maybe two tournaments. So that's my my shot in the dark. I think especially because uh, 
did he look injury, injured? I can't remember, actually. Takakesho didn't look yeah. injured, but he also looked really bad against Takayasu mm-hmm. and Goedo. Yeah, maybe he just needs to work on that. Uh, but yeah, that's my show on the dark. And I don't have any Oseki predictions. Yeah, and I mean, with Takakesho, even if he... You know, isn't able to secure the promotion next month as long as he gets at least nine wins, that would still put him in a decent position. Mm-hmm. So he is his record is good enough lately that he doesn't need to be promoted next month or else. Mm-hmm. I believe that's that's all we have for this extra long. I mean, this is about how normally I record our podcast, but for this podcast, our extra long, super-sized episode of Basha and Tell. Do you have anything else before we're done, Eric? No. Um, just, well, no, actually, here, let me get some dates for okay, the Okay, let's listeners. get some dates going. I can cut all of this out in the middle, so I don't worry about it. All right, mm-hmm. so the next tournament is the March tournament. It will start on March 10th and on March 24th. The Banzuke will be posted on February 25th, and it will be noti- notable because it will be the last Basho in the Heisei era. Mm-hmm. After the March tournament, the current emperor will be abdicating his throne, and a new era will start. And hopefully a new era will start in Sumo. Yeah, uh, that would be very, very uh, interesting. Uh, I feel we're already entering that new era, to use a language that usually means nothing from the WWE. I really do think we're entering the new era, uh, and maybe we've been it. Maybe this is a step back, but like the people who I think are spearheading the new era are Takakeisho and Mitakeyumi, and they still had impressive bashos. And you had people like Enho, uh, Enho, Endo having good bashos. That, that's my other... Uh, and we'll let Onosho out of timeout in a few months. That's my other uh, prediction. I think by September, Endo would have won a basho. I think it's possible. I think it's possible, but I feel like he would need the help of the Yokozuna in not being Listen, there. Listen, that might happen. I, hey, it's happened for... I don't want to say it happened for Mitake. No, because he, but he, he had a hard one, Basho, there. Yeah. 
So hopefully the Rikishi can heal up in February, come back in March, and I hope it is hope it is as entertaining as January. Yep. I mean, I know if we probably say every tournament is the best tournament we've watched. Yeah, I. But this one I just would, felt different. I wouldn't call this the best. I, I, I don't. I'm not gonna call it the best. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. It's my top third favorite tournament for sure. I would still put. I would put. Mitakeyumi and Takakesho before it, and I think I would put Takakesho at the top, and then Mitakeyumi's tournament, and this one as my third favorite of the ones we've watched for the podcast. I think I like this one more. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Not yeah. the most, but I think I liked it more just because it had that Day 15 suspense. Whereas, I want to say Takakesho secured it on day mm-hmm. 14. Yeah, it definitely had the and day so, 15 suspense. So, yeah, Takakesho's... That one kind of ended with a wind-down day. So, like, Takakesho lost on the final day, but it was like, eh, who cares? He already won. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, it was down to the wire. I got up at 3 a.m. to see if I had missed the match that was live streaming. And I had, so I went back to bed for an hour and a half before getting up for work. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay, it, the audio sounded weird. Oh, okay. Uh, it was... I definitely, we had a lot of things going on. We had packs. We we had a lot of things. But I definitely enjoyed watching this Vasha with you. And I've enjoyed recording this podcast. So, uh, anything else before we, we call this one done, Eric? Uh, so, while we wait for live action sumo, uh, mm-hmm. still planning on doing showings of Hinomaru Zumo, the sumo Mm -hmm. anime, as it comes out, uh, which we'll be doing Friday nights at 9pm Eastern on uh, rabb.it slash demoonrules and Mm -hmm, I will mm -hmm. try to make sure to tweet out about it, just to remind people. I'm pretty sure we're going to have to have a marathon day to get some people caught up on it like uh feldrin he uh yeah the gracious artist who provided us with our album art yes uh, i want to always make a point of thank- thanking Beldrin for the album art which is amazing uh so thank you Beldrin, for the album art uh and maybe maybe we can see you no, hopefully we can see you for some of these streams. But as always, thank you so much for the album art. 
Yeah, I think that's all I got. Okay. So, until then, what do we say, Eric? Keep oh, wait. Your... Where, where can people find you? Where, oh, where can you can people find, find you? me on Twitter, at Rules. That's D-A-M-O-O-N-R-U-L-Z. Uh, and you can find me at Frankie Extra on Twitter. The uh, Frankie is the uh, Extra. You can also find my games, because I make games sometimes, uh, on uh, FrankieExtra.itch.io. You can find me every week if you're like, hey, I want more Frankie in my life. This is not a weekly podcast. Well, you can find me every week, week in and week out, except uh, two weeks ago, because I was at PAX, uh, in uh, Let's Steal a Podcast. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, uh, the episode, uh, the latest episode that I guessed on Teenager Attitude, which uh, Eric uh, m- uh, edits most of them, uh, but sometimes they overwork you and that's, you know, they need to be nicer to you, uh, should be out. Uh, so go check that out. And now, what do we tell the Mark? Until next time, keep your feet on the ground. Keep your feet on the ground, everybody. See you next time.